Welcome back, everybody. Patriot Radio, 866-895-6442. Give me a call. Tell me what's on your mind. I'll tell you what, I'm going to cut this music because I got David on the line. David, I appreciate the call. What's on your mind, buddy? Hey, well, thanks, Matt. Uh, yeah, good to hear Bill's back. Um, you know what I was interested in? A couple of calls ago, uh, what, a few weeks ago, I guess I called, and I mentioned that uh, Waco was being stuck with a nuclear waste dump. Yeah, I remember Governor that. Perry had, uh, when he became the energy secretary, uh, just because he loves Texas so much, uh, he decided to make Texas the nuclear waste dump of the world, and uh, and so he stuck it right there in the heart of Texas in Waco. And so just, uh, what, a week or so ago, apparently uh, the fact that I raised it on your show and a couple of other shows, uh, Governor Abbott quick turned around and, and uh, declared that it was never going to be in Waco. But Governor Abbott forgot that there's a second site over in Andrews County. So uh, maybe we can uh, uh, stir up enough heat with uh, this call that uh, Governor Abbott will make sure that those uh, nuclear wastes don't end up over uh, in, uh, yeah, Andrews County. You know, Matt, when uh, David was telling me what he wanted to talk about on the radio just moments ago, and he said something about nuclear waste dumps, I said, I haven't heard a damn thing about that. Isn't that funny that a guy in California hears the news about nuclear waste dumps in my home and I don't? Talk about uh, a, a complicit media that, that does, has no responsibility to share the truth. I say we throw all that nuclear waste in the ocean. Oh, yeah, no way, call, no man. way. Yeah, good call. Yeah, no, there's a reason for that. I want the fish to get bigger. I want them to glow, make it easier, easier to catch. Easier to catch. Uh, I'm kidding, David, I'm kidding. Now, I will say this. I lived in San, San Diego for many years. San Onofre Nuclear Power Station pulled water uh, out of the ocean at like 59 degrees and put it back in at like 78 or 79 degrees. And if you follow the tidal flow south from San Onofre, tide pools sprang up, nurseries sprang up, the fish populations expanded because the water was warmer and it was a good place for the fish to have their babies and it didn't appear to hurt anybody. But in the name of consciousness, uh, California killed San Onofre, which had never done a bad thing, and instead is buying coal-fired gas from Arizona and New Mexico I mean uh, electricity and just having it shipped over. That's their idea of being uh, conscious. Well, that's not entirely true. Uh, part of the reason why uh, San Onofre is being shut down is their coolant pond is on... I, I, there are actually so many uh, fault lines, they can't be sure how many there are. Right. Uh, there's something like, I, last time I'd heard, there were 16 or 17 different fault lines underneath their coolant pond. But that and said, my it, friend, they've uh, operated when you're talking for about, 40 uh, years. The, the intake of uh, salt water into a system that's going to cool down a nuclear power plant, that's pretty damn stupid because salt water will corrode pipes pretty fast. And there's a, a big expansion contraction problem with, you know, trying to cool down something that's uh, extremely hot, and uh, and so expansion contraction plus salt water uh, is 
about as dumb as it can get. No, no, it can get dumber. It can get dumber. They could put battery-operated lithium batteries that touch the salt water. Never throw that gauntlet down, David. Never say that's the stupidest thing that could happen. Well, but and part of the problem you were talking about it it enhanced the fishing. That's not entirely true either. It uh, if it was to be a stable number like you were saying, there could be certain species that would survive or be enhanced. But that doesn't speak to how many other species would be destroyed because it got too hot for them to live. You don't think and, they would uh, uh, just automatically? Was, uh, the move other to thing is water. they did a discharge when they first opened the plant, and it. Uh, it was scalding hot. It was not what you said, 79. This was like in the hundreds of degrees. And it it killed tens of, well, it, it killed God knows how many uh, uh, critters out there, just cooked them instantly. Huh. So the uh, management of that plant, uh, you know, Pacific Gas and Electric owns it. Right. And as far as uh, California is concerned, uh, I, I've talked to uh, the Public Utilities Commission, I've talked to uh, uh, three out of five of the commissioners, and they all agree that that Pacific Gas and Electric, PG&E, is organized crime. And so when you imagine that organized crime owns Mm -hmm. a nuclear power plant... Uh, I believe anything nowadays. David, I appreciate the call. Heartbreak. i got to go. 866-895-6442. Welcome back, everybody. Patriot Radio, Matt, your host. Finishing up the second hour, 866-895-6442. Got an hour to go. Give us a call. Tell us what's on your mind. And right now, I've got R.C. I think he wants to follow up on the conversation. R.C., welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Well, I mean, uh, you know, this country was flipped uh, decades and decades ago to the deep state. What organized? What is it organized crime doesn't run and own in this country? I mean... Uh, Ford financed Hitler and all those uh, Nazi world order freaks, they took over the EU, United Nations, NASA after the war I mean, what what do they not own? They only control 90% of the stocks in this country they own and control Hollywood, over half of our Congress uh, Big Pharma the oil industries they sold them out to China we're, we're, we're over it. You know, I mean, as far as getting rid of this uh, nuclear energy, I'm, I mean, I don't know what the Democrats want to do. Seems to me like they just want us to cut down trees and burn coal, burn wood, breathe the smoke and die. Or they want us to freeze and die. And they're working pretty good at getting that done over there in Western Europe. They seem now, to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell My you, idea the for, this, for this nuclear waste there are some who say we can uh, bottle it up in huge, in, uh, huge cement containers that will last for tens of thousands of years. Put it in the Mariana Trench. Earthquakes and tremors will cover it up. I say put it off the West Coast. That way, if it ruptures, then we get rid of half the nuts in this country. <laughs> All right. What transformer was buried down there in the Mariana Trench? Uh, that that wasn't Optimus Prime. No, it wasn't Optimus. It no. was it was the bad one. Now, if you start throwing nuclear waste down there, can you imagine what's going to happen to him? Back up wake him back up. You know how Optimus well, Prime was born, don't you? That was that was actually, all a joke. Chuck Norris peed in the gas tank of a semi. 
are very scientific articles uh, indicating you can put this stuff inside concrete, put it in deep fissures in the ocean. The tectonic plates will move and cover it up eventually. Or tear it open. Yeah, I, whatever, man. But and then check we this get three-eyed walking swordfish that speak French and rain out right. of the sky and kill Scott Melby, Scott Melby, the president and CEO of Uranium Royalty Corporation, said that uh, the left has now realized that the transition of green energy has been a colossal failure. Yet they push it on us anyway. So what's the reason? Because they can't prove themselves to be wrong. They've got to continue this until the midterms. When midterms comes, if they survive it, things are going to all change for the worse. A colossal well, failure. Well, uh, the, the left is not going to survive the midterms. I mean, they're wanting to put Steve Brannon in in a prison for lying to Congress. Uh, it, and how you know, many, it didn't matter when all these Democrats got up there right. and lied to Congress. That's right. Give us a call. And speaking of callers, I've got Paul on the line. He wants to talk about uh, atomic energy. And, and Paul, welcome to the program. What's on your mind, buddy? Uh, hello. Can you hear me now? Absolutely. We hear you five by five, my friend. Go ahead. Oh, good. I have uh, two points to make. One, I'm a U.S. Navy veteran of the Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba. And when we were involved in this thing, um, many people were worried that it was going to lead to World War III. In fact, it was so common that Bob Dylan wrote a tune about mm -hmm. World War III talk, uh, called Talking World War III Blues. Uh, it's quite a funny take on the invasion of Cuba in World War III, but uh, it just became public knowledge. Uh, I just learned of it an hour ago that the Cubans actually had 94 atomic weapons in Cuba. And this was a Navy historical program I watched. And the, they said that this was considered a great failure of U.S. intelligence, that we were not aware that the Soviets had delivered 94 atomic weapons and were warehoused in Cuba. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, atomic warfare is a real danger right now. Um, now, my second point is I just passed a law in California to um, eliminate atomic energy in California. I passed a thing called Senate Bill 10, 9 and 10, uh, which was a model copied after the German law. The Germans wrote such a law in 1990. And the law reads like this. Anyone in California can now build a fourplex house with 100 solar panels. Anywhere in California, no matter if the zoning says single family or not, if you own a lot in a single-family zoned area, you can now build a fourplex house with 100 solar panels. And the reason the Germans were building these is Germany decided after the Chernobyl meltdown to build solar-powered houses to eliminate all atomic energy in Germany. And so Germany has shut down all nukes in Germany except for one. There's one last one they're going to shut down Earth Day, November to April 22nd uh, next year. And they're doing it by building solar-powered houses. So, so, what, wow. what you're, so what you're proposing is uh, everybody go solar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying that um, it's, well, if you build a house that has 100 solar panels on it, it lowers the cost of housing in a number of ways, one of which is that you now, in, in Germany, you can sell the energy for 99 cents a kilowatt hour onto the 
the um, the grid, and that pays for about a third of your mortgage. Then you have your tenants paying for part of your mortgage. So basically, the owner is living for free in a fourplex house with three tenants and solar power. So what this does is creates free housing for the owner. Hmm. So this is a way to go uh, build a house where you're going to pay. The banks love this. I talked to bankers in Germany about this when I was over there. And um, they love it because they know it's a guaranteed payment because the owner's getting money from the tenants, the owner's getting money from the utility company for the solar. And so there's no way he's going to... So uh, then how do you propose to, how do you propose that an American citizen who can't afford to put solar uh, do that where it would make it enough of a, a dent in our situation? Well, it's just I think it's a way for people to get housing for free. That, that, that's an interesting concept. I have to ask you, since we're talking about solar and we're talking about um, environmental impact, what is the environmental impact of having uh, all these solar panels manufactured? Because as I understand, solar panels are, are not environmentally friendly. Isn't that correct? Yes, uh, that's true. But I used to live next to a town called Richland, Washington. Do you know what Richland, Washington is? No, sir. This is a military secret. You're not supposed to know this, but I'll tell you this. Are you going to have to kill me? And I, I knew this. Richland, Washington is the largest depository of waste, atomic waste, in the United States. They have these giant thousand-gallon tanks all lined along the Columbia River. Well, a few years ago, they noticed that half the tanks were empty because they had leaked into the Columbia River. Oh my God. Dumping massive amounts, more waste, atomic waste was dumped into the Columbia River than was lost at Fukushima by accident from Oops. Richland. And, um, you know, if you don't live near Richland, people have never heard of the place. It was a secret when I lived up there. You weren't supposed to talk about what was stored there, but you could see it. You just walk around the, the town and you could see these vast fields of uh, uh, things buried under the ground, but they weren't really buried because uh, there was a lot of dirt piled on top of them. So you could see these big bumps out in the desert, thousands of them. They were tanks okay, full so, of atomic waste. So, Paul, look, I got I to cut you short here. The, the point is, you're saying you, you push solar because of a couple different reasons, and I don't think we're there yet, although I'm not arguing it, not arguing it, but I can't count on it. And just like I read before, well, Greens. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I've got Bill online wants to add to the conversation. Bill, I appreciate the call. Uh, what's on your mind, buddy? Good morning. Uh, we should be driving uh, fuel cell cars or natural gas cars uh, in Texas because unlimited supply. But I think the oil companies bought the uh, fuel cell development you know what i think bill i think all i think all the sanctuary cities should, should go green and once you figure it out that your sanctuary cities then i'll start talking about it i'm not gonna me personally this is me personally i'm not gonna start talking green energy when i just read an article in a i forget his name malbert or something saying green is it doesn't work right now why the heck do we want to put all this we are so behind the curve right now because of green 
Personally, I say screw green in the sense that they're doing it now and that's trying to cram it down our throats. Continue your studies, develop it more, make it where they don't blow up it if it hits salt water. Make sure you're able to use your wind power to go into the system. Make sure that the solar panels on your house that cost $50,000 to do and will break down in about 10 years and didn't even get close to paying it off with your electric bill. Right. You get that down to a point. It's ridiculous. The concept is great. It's awesome. I love it. Who doesn't want clean air? Who doesn't want clean water? Who doesn't want green grass, you know, daisies and rainbows? Who doesn't want that? But the point is we're not there yet. And to say, let's do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, I say go full bore with, with petroleum. Keep this country running strong. Let the world keep running strong. And in the process, continue it. But stop this green. I'm not talking to you, Bill. I'm just getting excited here. The, the green agenda has got to slow down, man. Slow down. It doesn't work yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> Great conversation, Bill. Thank you for the call. Thank you, buddy. All right. That, you know, I, I, I swear, I just don't get it. So the door-to-door the, the -door guy comes, hey, I'd like to talk to you about solar panels for your house. You know, you have a large area that faces the proper direction. Yes, I know I do. Uh, how much are those solar panels going to cost? Well, the initial installation is going to be free to you for the government. Oh, well, that's great. How much is it going to cost? I'll tell you what, I think i got enough time to do this. I'm, I'm just going to play this. This is an audio coming from uh, Methodist Church in Florida who hosts a session with children with drag queen ideology aligns with the Bible, saying it aligns with the Bible. What a crock. So raise your volumes, lower the noise. Here we go.